Hello. 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 <laughs> Hello. 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 Welcome. My name is Elder Price. Are we going to get like copyrighted? Is- I don't know. If we sing it, is that a thing? Yeah. Do the lyrics get copyright infringement or is it just the music? I don't know. Come for us. Ding dong. Or don't come for us. Actually. No, don't come for us. Please don't. <laughs> Uh, welcome to Wouldn't We Like to Know with Ariel and Linda, the podcast where we get honest, deep, and curious about life's big conversations. Because we don't have to do it alone. Mm-mm. This week, we're talking about Januaries and mm. years. And that's vague. <laughs> like resolutions, but not resolutions. Like things that we're kind of focusing on, things that we've been thinking about as we go into the next year kind of ways that we want to exist in this next year. You know, we talk a lot about the ways that we put things off and the way the reasons we don't do them and the meanings that those have to us. So resolutions isn't quite the right word, but you know, a January esque conversation. Mm-hmm. What we've been doing in yeah. January and what we hope for the new year ish. Yeah. I talk about my lay down days, but you're just going to have to listen to find out what that is. Yeah. We talk about our relationship with the word work and our relationship with money and like how we believe certain things that don't actually have to be fact for us. That's right. Mm -hmm. So if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you subscribe to the pod anywhere you listen to your podcast. It helps us get discovered and you'll get a little ding every time we have a podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram at wouldn't we like to know. We post lots of good stuff on there and you can email us at wouldn't we like to know at gmail.com with any guest suggestions or suggestions for episode topics. She's right. Yay. All right, everybody. Enjoy this one. Linda, how's your Pilates certification coming? Oh, it's going. I am a bit of the way into it now. I have a lot more left to go, but I've kind of reached the point now where I get to give practice classes. So it's been really fun kind of getting to apply all of the things that I've been learning. But boy, it's a lot of energy to be talking for an hour straight. I'm sure. What has been helping you to get through that? Well, I get really dehydrated when I talk a lot. Like, I just feel like my mouth kind of starts to, like, cotton a little bit. Yum. (laughs) I know. Yeah, it's delicious. So one of the things that's really been helping me is actually liquid IV, especially the sugar-free version, because it doesn't have that, like, blood sugar roller coaster that most sports drinks do. And so it gives me this even energy throughout the course of a one-hour class without the spike and the drop of a normal sports drink. Yes. Liquid IV contains eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness with three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks. What's your favorite flavor? My favorite flavor is lemon lime. What about you? (laughs) Mine's lemon lime too. It's so zesty, so refreshing. Look at us. So if you want to try Liquid IV, you can get 20% off when you grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free or any other variant at liquidiv.com using code WWLTK at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code WWLTK at liquidiv.com. Now back to the episode. How has your January been so far? Oh boy. Well, my January has been 
good. It's definitely been off to a slower start this year. I feel like I got back from my holiday travels at the end of December and then just kind of got into like a couple of weeks of just like enjoying being back home and not having to do a ton of stuff, but then also trying to catch up on a ton of stuff and like all of my like life admin things and getting all my finances back in order and starting to cook again and like all of these things that I'd kind of been enjoying the transition of moving and not doing all of those things and kind of kind of letting like certain self-care things slip a little bit. So it was a good like reset period. But that mm-hmm. also meant that the year like got a little bit of a st- slower start because uh, like I didn't set any goals this year. I haven't or I haven't done that yet. Anyway, I do want to do that. I, I think it's nice to have intentions, but not necessarily goals, but yeah, like goal posts of like directions that I think I'm interested in moving in. Yeah. But the, yeah, January has been pretty good so far for me. Nice and slow. And I started going to the gym again, which was really nice. And also cooking again. So it's been a good it's been a good week. What about you? January's been good. It's been different than I thought it would be, but it's been a really nice period of getting some clarity. Mm -hmm. Um definitely I would consider it a slow start, but I feel like I kind of want to keep that going. Yeah. We talked last year, we did a whole episode about like New Year's resolutions and our thoughts on that. Yeah. And I think I still feel the same way that I have, you know, goals in my mind, but I don't necessarily have these hard and fast things that I need to do every day. The biggest thing for me for this year is I really want to create more ease and more spaciousness in my life and in my day-to-day. And I feel like I've done that so far in January. Yeah. I've started doing this thing that I like to call my lay-down day. Oh. Where I'll just lay down for a big chunk of the day, (laughs) (laughs) read my book or catch up on TV shows or whatever it is. But I had this thought the other day, I was, I felt myself getting guilty about it. I was on the couch and I had this kind of list of things that I would like to do at some point. Mm. And yet I was on the couch catching up on the Real Housewives of Miami. And I had this moment where I was like, oh, I really should just get the hell up off of the couch. This is gross. Mm. This is disgusting. I'm a lazy, you know, all the words, all the things. And then I had this moment where I was like, dude, we are a little bit, we we have the tools to deal with this. What do I want to do right now? Mm -hmm. Am I enjoying sitting on the couch and watching this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I am. So what if I chose to do this? What if I chose to lay down and just enjoy this for as long as I am enjoying it? Because some of the time when I do it, I'm not actually enjoying it. I'm I'm procrastinating. I'm putting off things that I actually 
do want to do. I'm just scared or nervous or whatever. And so I made this conscious decision. No, this actually feels really good for me to do today. And me not doing these other things is fine. Mm -hmm. Nothing's going to burn to the ground. I'm not letting anybody down by not doing these things today. Yeah. Let me just give this to myself. And it was so freeing to just allow myself to do that. Mm. And then in my mind, I was like, it's my lay down day. I just made it a thing. <laughs> I made it a thing. And then lo and behold, a day or two later, I started this course that I'd been wanting to do for a really long time. Like I'd mm. signed up for it and I started day one of three days and then hopefully that leads to something else. And it's been this kind of career shift that I've been talking about for a while. Like I've, I have talked to you about it. Yeah. And at some point I will share, but it also feels like this thing that I've been talking about for so long that they, I keep hearing that if you talk about something enough, it makes you feel like you're actually doing it when you're not actually doing it. Mm. Mm. So it's like, yeah. don't talk about it, be about it. Yeah. But me allowing myself to just lay down and rest the way that I wanted to rest and like allow myself to get super involved in the real housewives of Miami yeah. opened up the the energy and the space for me to do this other thing that I'd been wanting to do for a really long time. Mm. Yeah. So that I was really nice. I also love that you named it your lay down day because I feel like if you create a container for something and if you name it, it makes it like a a more more formed activity. And so it's intentional. It's like, well, no, this is what I'm doing right now. And this is, this is my activity for now. And this is me taking care of myself. And I get to just do this. Mm -hmm. Like it helps me to name, okay, I'm resting now. Like I, this is my resting time. I'm not just laying here. I'm resting. I'm enjoying resting. Mm -hmm. And I feel like so often when, when I allow myself to rest and I only really half allow myself to rest because I'm procrastinating or I'm thinking I should should be doing other things, even though what I really need is to rest. It takes away from like the actual restfulness of that activity because I'm just ruminating on all of the things that I should be doing. And so then that time actually feels kind of wasted because I wasn't resting. I was stressing while being busy resting. Yeah. You know, in quotes. That's so yeah. real. Yeah. yeah. That's the perfect explanation for it. Yeah. You can't rest because your mind is going a mile a minute on all the other things that you should be doing. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, you're like creating to-do lists. You're not resting. Mm -hmm. You're going through your mental to-do lists. You're not just enjoying. And then if you do allow yourself to enjoy and actually rest, I feel like for me anyway, then it makes me excited when I'm done, when that resting period is over, when the end of that container comes. And then it's time to do something else. And I'm like, oh, I feel full and I feel able to do this now versus if I stress about it for the entire time that I'm like watching a TV show and then I get to the time that it's time to do it and I'm still dreading it. Like I'm still not wanting to do it or I'm tired and I want to rest now, you know? Yeah. It's like counterproductive to to be thinking about all the things that you have to do while you're trying to take time for yourself. Yeah. yeah. You're not being present in whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah. That's kind of been another thought in my head, which I haven't thought about again really until now, which is great considering I thought about it for <laughs> for the new year. Yeah. But 
a big one for me is trying to do one thing at a time. Hmm. Again, because my mind will create things for me to do. Hmm. And I'll be, I'll be in the middle of a task and then my mind will be like, oh, but what about this thing? And write that down and do this and hmm. do that. And I, I do think that it's a myth that we can multitask. I think that we can get by multitasking, but we probably won't get the quality of whatever it is that we're doing if we're doing 10 other things at the same time. Because I would say, I would say that I am pretty good at multitasking, but, but I don't get the outcome that I would. I don't, I don't remember the thing that I've done. I don't like, I like get through doing this thing and be like, wait, where was I? Yeah. Yeah. But that just goes along with like, no, right now I'm going to sit and watch this. If I'm going to sit and watch this, Mm-hmm. I'm going to sit and watch this. Yeah. Yeah. Even hey. if that means like I'm going to put a timer on it at the end of the hour, no matter where I am in this episode, I'm turning it off and I'm going to do this other thing. Yeah. I've been trying to do something similar in my schedule the last few days. I've been trying to like time block my schedule because I find that I feel really overwhelmed by the amount of things that I have to do. And I currently have like a lot of pillars in my life that I'm running and I'm sure you feel the same way, like having the podcast. And then for me, I have acting and then I have my Pilates training. And then I have all the personal things that I have to do for myself. I have health things. I have, you know, all of these different things, all these different pillars of my life. And I I think we probably all have that. And I feel overwhelmed when I look at my to-do list and I just see all the things that I have to do. Cause I'm like, I'm just confused and like, I don't know where to start. And so I started time blocking my schedule to kind of make a little bit more like actually freedom for myself because I'll create a a time block in my calendar of the pillar of my life. So like I'll have like an hour and a half acting, an hour and a half Pilates, an hour and a half podcast, an hour and a half personal or, you know, and those times differ depending on like how my schedule looks and how many things I have to do in each pillar. But then for that hour, I know I'm working on personal things for that hour. And so then I look at my to-do list and everything in my, I use Asana for Mm -hmm. all my task management. And so everything is color coded based on the category that it's in. And so I just select those tasks and then my to-do list automatically gets so much smaller. Mm. And then I can say, okay, well, what in here is like most important to me right now? And I can select a task from in there. And then I've been also having breaks in between each of those blocks. And then I can just do whatever I want. Mm. So yesterday I focused for like an hour and a half, which is a really long block of time to focus for. But then I had 15 minutes where I could do whatever I wanted. And I was at the coffee shop and I like went onto Instagram and I was scrolling through and I was enjoying myself. And I noticed myself all of a sudden I was like, oh no, you're not being productive. You shouldn't be on Instagram. And then I reminded myself, no, right now is the time block where I can do anything I want. Mm -hmm. I can just zone out if I want to, and I can just enjoy zoning out if I want to, because this time is designated for zoning out. Mm -hmm. And it made me feel so much more productive in the times when I was trying to be productive during those time blocks. And I had the freedom to be able to be like, okay, I have my little list now of just this category of stuff, and I can just select what feels most important to me right now. Mm -hmm. And the rest, I will time block for another time. I don't have to do it right now, you know? Or I can switch my time blocks around and like add another personal time block later on if I 
want to do that more than my Pilates stuff, for, in, for example. Mm-hmm. But I found that like designating and that containering of that time really, really helpful. So like similarly, like if I had blocked off my calendar, I said lay down day, mm-hmm. you know, and I mm-hmm. really, really liked that. And I like yeah. color coding things too. So I like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that sounds like a really cool method Yeah, to get things done. And it also, it, it helps I would imagine feel, that it, it helps me feel more focused too, because I'm, yeah. I don't have an employer, you know, I'm my own boss. And so I kind of need that rigidity yeah. in my schedule. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do today? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but when I, I mean, I've done a ton of, I guess you would call it freelance work, contract work, whatever, working for myself and having a bunch of different, different pillars. We'll call them a bunch of different pillars, a bunch of different bags to reach into and do things from. And it can be really hard to hold yourself accountable to that. And also with something creative like acting, when you don't have an audition or you don't have a class or whatever it is, it can be hard to know like what is something that I can do that would help me with this when I don't have those concrete things to be done. And to put aside an hour and a half of work or an hour and a half of time to spend on that, it's like maybe today that looks like me reading a book about cinematography. Maybe today that looks like me working on my promotional materials. You know, it could always look different, but for you to like have that chunk of time where I'm going to sit down and focus on this one thing, mm-hmm. it may look completely different than what I do tomorrow, but it's like this way for you to feel productive and also you're putting in your hours. You're putting in the 10,000 hours to work on the craft, but it can be hard to do that again when you don't have a boss telling you what to do. Yeah. Yeah. So creating that for yourself sounds so important. Yeah. Yeah. And I think one of the things that I really want this year, one of my intentions for the year is more of that rigidity. Like I feel like last year I was able to experience so much flexibility and I had so much space and I don't know if I fully like actually enjoyed that space, kind of like hearkening back to the conversation we just had about actually enjoying ease and space when you have it mm-hmm. <laughs> and allowing yourself to embrace it. Like, I think I spent a lot of time being like, oh, I should be busier. I should be doing more things. But I think it will help me a lot. Yeah. Actually, now that I'm talking about it out loud, I'm like, I thought I wanted more rigidity but then I did the authentic code workshop and for the to be magnetic challenge yesterday. And one of the things when I envision like my ideal life, it does include a lot of ease, a lot of flexibility, a lot of me being able to be the decision maker for my own life. And so I enjoy having that that freedom that I have right now to be able to say like, I want to work on this at this time. And I want to work on this at this time. And this feels best to me, but I also really want that focus and those containers of time. Like I want to know that I'm actually going to be doing that work because I think for me, I don't feel good when I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't want a full open day. That doesn't actually feel good to me. What feels good to me is to know like I'm going to focus on these things 
mm-hmm. these certain times. And I kind of like having that flexible rigidity in my mm. calendar. Yeah. And so for this year, I think that's the goal of mine, enjoying the time this that I'm in and having that rigidity mm. yeah. with the flexibility built in, you know? Yeah. The autonomy, I, wonder... I think, is like the right word for me. Yeah. Like I have the choice to make decisions for my schedule. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that very deeply. I wonder too if part of that is like self-discipline, like wanting to have self-discipline because I think discipline is seen in this negative way sometimes, like you discipline your children. But I I keep reading about how self-discipline is is the greatest form of self-love. You're holding yourself accountable to do this thing that you say that you want to do. Mm. And that can be in your life in many different ways. And I think it sounds like for you, the self-discipline of having a plan, but a plan that you can scooch around if you need to. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think about self-discipline a lot. I feel like I'm, that goes back to what we were talking about earlier, but even just me saying like, this is what I want to do right now. Yeah. And this is me like boundarying myself for right now. It's like, mm-hmm. this is what I want to do. This is what I'm choosing versus I don't actually want to do this. I'm just avoiding doing something else. Yeah. That's very different because yeah. the the self-discipline there would be, I keep saying I want to do that other thing. And so I just need to do that. I need to do that other thing that I keep saying I want to do. Yeah. Because so- that's going to be me like stepping through the fear of why I'm not doing it. Yeah. And so often I think we make that thing so big in our heads and the more you put it off, the bigger it gets in terms of how daunting it is, even though it can be like the tiniest thing. Like how how often have you had something in your to-do list that would actually take like five minutes, but it sits in your to-do list for like two or three weeks? Yeah. You know, yeah. and then you do it and you're like, oh, that was actually so easy. But like the longer that you put it off, the bigger the dauntingness of it gets in your head. You know, it just grows the more yeah. it's there. The 100%. more you see it on your to-do list. Yeah. Yeah. The, the more you've like mentally done it in your head, kind of going back to what you were saying about the more you talk about something, the more you feel like you're actually doing it, even though you're not doing it. I feel like that way with different tasks on my to-do list, even if they're so easy, the more I read them on my list, the more I'm like mentally I've now like stressed about it and done it. <laughs> yeah. And it's just still sitting there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I've had on my my to-do list to put up bookshelves in our second bedroom for months. Yeah. And I also had it in my head. Oh, I can't I can't start reading these books until they're on a bookshelf. Like that's mm. been this weird thought that's in my head. And yet it took me so long to put up the bookshelf. So is that, um, is that like a punishment to yourself? Like, do you want to read these books or? I don't know. I don't think it's a punishment. I think it's more like if I see them on a bookshelf, the then they'll be available to me. Okay. So yeah. Not available when they're not on the bookshelf. Yeah. Because I've been reading other things yeah. from like the library or whatever, but like the books that I own, having them on a bookshelf, these are books that I've wanted to read 
have said that I wanted to read for a very long time. Again, one of those things that like I say yeah. I want to do it, yeah. but why am I not doing it? Yeah. And then there's this other like mental gymnastics that goes on in my mind of like, well, they're in a box right now. So like, I'm not going to read them if they're all in a box. I I can only read them when they're on a bookshelf. Mm. And so like, what's stopping me from putting up these bookshelves that it's like two bookshelves. I don't have a lot of books because I get most of them from the library. I just buy ones that I'm like, I have to read this at some point. Yeah. And so finally, a couple of weeks ago, like in uh, in between Christmas and New Year's, I was like, Jeff, let's put these up. So we put up the bookshelves. It took like 10 minutes. I put up the books and yeah. there they are. And I have not read in, read any of them yet, but uh-huh. that's going to be something that I do very soon. I've been reading a book for a little mini book club. So that's been what I've been doing. That's But now the books are on the shelf. So now you can read the books, which is so exciting. So now I'm to read the books. Yes. The librarian has put them on the shelf for you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All of this conversation is making me think of this Liz Gilbert quote that I heard the other day. Mm-hmm. That actually, I think I saw it on Instagram because they said it on the TBM podcast. So like just all of the, all of the favorite things to be magnetic, by the way, if we, uh, TBM to be magnetic if we haven't covered that um, in the episodes you've heard of us talking <laughs> we talk about it a lot but it says I've never seen any life transformation that didn't start with the person in question finally getting tired of their own bullshit and it's like so <laughs> yeah so freaking true that's what it is yeah that's what it is it's like you're always talking about the thing that you're gonna do you're talking in circles around it and you finally get rid of you get finally get tired of your own bullshit and you're like okay finally I've I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. So I started the To Be Magnetic Challenge uh, in December and I've, I'm still doing it. I'm doing it slowly, but it's really helped me to get clarity around what I want, especially in the next year and like what I want my day-to-day to feel like. As I said, I want that ease. I want the spaciousness. I want autonomy. And so that was kind of already in place. And then uh, again, I started taking this course the other day for this thing that I have said that I've wanted to do for a long time now. And I feel like once I got the ball rolling on it, now I see the blocks going on in my own mind for why I'm not doing this thing. I see them so much more clearly. And I also see them as like, oh, that's an interesting thing. Let me write that down and I'm going to do some work around that versus I don't want to think about that. I'm not going to think about why I'm not doing this. I'm just going to move on and keep doing the things that I've been doing because it's easier. It's easier to keep doing what I've been doing, obviously. But in the long run, like that's not, it doesn't fall into what I want my life to be, what I I want my life to feel like. So like some of the things that come up are like, well, what if this doesn't work out? You know, like what if I start doing this thing and I waste a bunch of money Mm. and it doesn't work out? What if it does work out and it's a lot of work Mm. and a lot more work than I thought that it was going to be? What if this, what if I start doing it and I realize that I hate it and then I've wasted all this money and time doing it? Mm. Like all of these things, all of these thoughts coming up and it's like, well, 
what if it does work? And like, what, what if it doesn't work out? What if it, I don't like it? Then I know. Yeah. And what if, what if you don't like it, but it leads you to the next thing that you're interested in? You know, what if there's a spark of something else inside of the thing that you've been putting off that would lead you to the next right thing for yourself? Yeah. Yeah. And what if like just stepping out on a limb, even though I have those fears, opens me up to the next right thing and opens me up to the possibility that I am more resilient than I thought that I was. Yeah. That I can work through those fears yeah. or that the fears are unfounded or that I'm so much I'm I know that I'm capable of so much more yeah. than what I'm doing now. And I'm proud of the things that I've done and the things that I am doing, but I know that I'm capable of more. Right. I think about it like this too. I, I think, well, I know the thing that you're talking about that we're making vague, but like, I, I do feel like with myself, often it feels like, especially with career things, it feels like, okay, I know that this is the next thing I want to do. And then I put all of this pressure on it that this next thing has to be like the thing, the thing that I'm going to do forever. Like, my one passion, like the thing that's going to change everything. And I forget that life is this like one big flowing evolution and that I've had these same thoughts about other things that I've done and that that's okay. Like I've had other things in the past that I'm really excited about and I want to do and then I've put off and then I've actually done it and it's actually felt good or it's felt bad and it's led me to the next thing that I want and that's led me to where I am now on the thing the next thing that I'm looking at. And like most likely in life like the next thing that you want is not the thing that you're going to have for the rest of your life. It's just the next step. Mm-hmm. So there doesn't have to be all of that pressure on this one thing of like, what if it doesn't work out? What if, you know, because most likely it's just going to be part of your evolutionary journey of how you live your life and the things that you're doing during your life. It's not Mm -hmm. necessarily like the end of a story. It's not, it's not the top of the mountain, you know, it's just another step along the way. Mm -hmm. And I feel like for me, that takes some of the pressure off of, something that I'm like looking at and putting off because there, there is no pressure. It's just like the next exploration in my life, you know? Yeah. The next thing. Yeah. The next right thing. The next right thing. It's funny to doing the, to be magnetic work while I've been doing this one day of this course. I did one day yesterday, but doing the course, I would, write down in my notebook amongst all my other notes, I'd put a little asterisk and write down this thing that would pop into my head of like, oh, I want to do this at some point. Like this Mm. thing that this person's talking about on the screen has sparked this idea of something that I really want in the future. And I don't think I realized how much I would discount that stuff before I started doing the the to be magnetic work. I would just be like, "Mm, quiet quiet down. Like that's not really going to happen. That's out of my reach. And it's forced me, not forced me. I've chosen to take myself seriously. I've chosen to take those thoughts seriously. Maybe right now at this moment, 
in the next month, that's not possible for me, but it is possible for me at some point. And the only way that I'm going to get towards that thing is by continuing to do the work and follow along and do this thing that I'm scared to do. But it's been funny because I'm like, let me write all these things down. Whereas before I just tell myself to be quiet. Yeah. Those are your pings. Those, Those are, are your intuition pings. and your gut telling you what what what's, might be next for you or what you might be interested in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the yeah. dreams, the big dreams to work towards. And yeah. I feel like so often when I do the TBM work, I try to sit down and be like, okay, what do I want next? And nothing pops up for me or I'm like, well, it's the same old picture. Or for me recently, it's been like, well, I have all the things that I wanted a year ago. I have them now. So I don't know what's next. But sometimes when you just follow like one ping, one intuition point, like you doing this course and being like, I'm just going to do these three days of courses, like those things will pop up during that time of following Mm -hmm. that next ping. Like you don't have to sit down and create this like vision for your life, like at a desk with a piece of paper and a pencil, you know, sometimes these things come up for me, mostly these things come up when I'm like living my life and doing other things that feel aligned to me. Yeah. Same for me. I, when they ask you to sit down and write down the list, I had such a hard time writing something down. I was like, well, I don't know. I guess I want this, or I guess I kind of want this thing, but it doesn't feel like that's the concrete thing that that I want to work towards right now. It felt like I was kind of just writing something down to write it down versus allowing myself to write something down right now and then be open to whatever possibilities pop up for me. Like what are the ideas that come up for me in the next day or in the next week or whenever? And paying attention to those things because uh, I'm a Virgo. Who Mm. knows about astrology, but I like to just (laughs) get things done. Like, let me just get it done. That's done now. I wrote it down. So that's done. And gosh, now I can't go back and change it because I already did that day. That's so that's done. Yeah. (laughs) That's not, that's not real. Yeah. And I told, it's funny, I told you the other day, I was like, I think what I, the conclusion that I came to is I just don't want to work. I don't want to, it's not that <laughs> I don't want to work hard. I'm a hard worker, mm-hmm. but I don't want to, I said, I don't want to work. And, you know, there's so much underneath that. It's not, I don't want to work. It's that I want to do things that don't feel like what work has been defined as for me. Yeah. I want to do things that feel that can feel challenging, but also feel exciting and that create ease and space in my life. Like that's so important to me. But the idea of that I have for work right now is not what I want to be doing. (laughs) (laughs) Explain that more. The thing that you're doing for work right now, like the thing that you're actively doing for work right now is not the thing that you want to do your whole life. Is that what you're saying? Well, that specifically, but also generally this idea of work as it's been defined in my brain Mm -hmm. is not what I want to do. Mm. So like working for money in a way that feels like I hate this. I am so tired. I'm getting nothing out of this. It has to be hard Mm. because you, 
everyone can define work in a different way. You know what I mean? I think everyone probably has a different a different definition of it. I mean, there is like a dictionary de- definition of it, but then there's the idea in our heads of like, how do I feel like I need to be in order to make money and survive in the world? Yeah. And for me, it's like you, it needs to be difficult. Making money is hard. Mm-hmm. I have to commit all of this time and all of my energy and it's a time, it, it's an energy suck. And I would like to redefine that for myself because I've seen people where that's not true. I've seen people where it's easeful, where there is hard work, but again, it feels exciting and it feels inspiring. That's what I want. Yeah, That's how I want to redefine it. And that's what's starting to feel possible for me. Yeah. It's interesting as you're saying this, because this is something that's been coming up for me too, especially over the last year. Like I had all of those, like everything that you just said about work in that definition of like, it has to be hard. I have to like, it has to be an an energy suck. I have to give all this time over to it. Like all of that felt so true to me. And then when I got laid off of my job in February, and then I decided to act and try to like pursue this career in the last year, I've worked many days, but it has not felt like I have worked one day this year. Mm-hmm. Like I have done a lot of work and I have not gone to work in, you know, how I feel about work. And what's coming up for me now is I still have those beliefs clearly because what's coming up for me is that's not sustainable. This mm-hmm. is going to expire very soon and you better enjoy every moment of it because it's going to be over and you're going to have to go back to hating your fucking life and having to work and like giving all of this like energy up and giving all your autonomy up and like you better enjoy this while you can because it'll be over. Or mm. what that's coming up is like, you better make yourself miserable now so you don't have to be as miserable later. Like mm. make yourself miserable with like, like make yourself at least a little miserable now so you can <laughs> not have to go back to like a, a nine to six desk office job, which that does not feel good to me in the way that it, I did it before anyway. I mean, who knows if that could feel good for me in the future, but mm-hmm. it certainly didn't before. Yeah. And so like I, I'm noticing that even though I've enjoyed the reality of the fact that work doesn't have to be all of these things for a year now, I still believe those things because they're still coming up for me. So like the level of unblocking that I should have done or, well, I don't like the word should. The level of unblocking that, you can that I do. could do. You have do. the opportunity to do. Exactly. Exactly. The uh, amount of unblocking that I could be doing. It's so interesting because like, I am my own expander. Like I have experienced this for a year. And like I have, I certainly have periods where I'm more stressed about money than others. And right now I'm a little stressed about money. Little. Right now I'm stressed about money. <laughs> Period. <laughs> we'll just say that. But that hasn't been the case for a whole year. Like I've had periods of that. Like I had that last August. I went through like a couple of weeks where I was really stressed. And then a bunch of stuff came through. Bunch of stuff came through. And so like I haven't felt that way for the majority of a year. So I I know that that's possible because I'm living. I, I've been living it. But there's a lot of belief still about money and what I have to do with my life in order to be like quote unquote successful and make make more money than what I need to survive. Like there's a lot of limiting beliefs around that for me. 
And that's mm-hmm. a, that's a goal for me to like work through that this year. And I know I really need to because it's getting to a point where like I can't ignore these feelings anymore. Yeah. It's funny how much we take as fact that money is difficult to make and we have to be miserable and all of this stuff. And that is was fact in my mind, but yeah. it is not a fact for many people. And many people that started with much less than I did, it is not a fact for them anymore. And yeah, I think especially doing the to be magnetic work, I can now see those thoughts as an opportunity to grow and an opportunity to shift, to shift my mindset and create that life. And it sounds so woo. I understand how woo it sounds, but I also am choosing to believe that. And I also know that I have changed my mind many a time. Yeah. And like shifted my mindset many a time. So it's not crazy to think that it can be done. No. Yeah. And just to add something else super woo to this, every time I do a DI, something comes through. Like I've been putting off doing a DI and yesterday I did one. There are these meditation, like hip- hypnotic meditations as part of to me yeah. to be magnetic. Yeah, And it it means a deep imagining Every time I do one, something comes through. Yesterday, I did one for the first time in a while. And in the afternoon, something major, like a huge stress relief for me came through. Mm. Mind-blowing stuff. Like, I don't know what it is about this work specifically for me because I know that that doesn't happen for everyone. But like, I know for me, this work is like deeply transformative. And I know that if I engage with it, like truly things happen. Things I Mm. cannot, I have no control over this just fucking mind-blowing and and that happens like all the time when I do this work Mm. things I have no control over so you know it's energetics you know it's like it's all energy it's all the universe like co-creating and yeah so woo-woo but like I believe it's so hard (laughs) well we can choose we can choose to believe whatever we want that's right and this is I don't know. In my opinion, I'm like, this it feels good powerful. to me. It makes sense to me. Well, this yeah. was a fun convo. This was a lovely episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We will see you all in a couple of weeks. That's and, right. And uh, hope your January has been okay so far. Yeah. 